The Commercial Real Estate Show is an informative radio program for thought-provoking enlightenment. The show, nor the station, host, or guest through this show audio are providing legal, accounting, or other fiduciary advice. For representation to suit your specific requirements, engage an experienced professional familiar with your company, property sector, and market area. For recommendations to professional providers to suit your endeavors, you're invited to contact the host at commercialrealestateshow.com. Enjoy. Welcome to the Commercial Real Estate Show. Thanks for joining us to lead, learn, and laugh. Learn market knowledge and best practices to lead your company's success. And laugh, yes, I believe we have to have some fun along the way. Well, hello, I'm Michael Bull, your host to the world of commercial real estate. If you have any questions or comments related to today's show or about any commercial real estate related endeavors, you're invited to connect with us, follow, like, uh, circle, however you'd like to get in contact with us. You can find all the connections at commercialrealestateshow.com. Today, our show is called Associations That Matter Too. We will have the opportunity to talk with the national leaders of three top commercial real estate associations. Associations can be the lifeblood of commercial real estate industry. The education, networking, and relationships alone help us grow and prosper in any market. We'll start with one of my favorites, ICSC, the International Council of Shopping Centers. Please welcome Jay Starr, Chief National Marketing Officer, ICSC, the premier resource for retail real estate industry. Jay, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure, Michael. Thank you for having me. Well, Jay, if you could start us out with telling us about, you know, how many members do you have at ICSC and, and what is the makeup of your membership? Sure. Uh, ICSC, uh, we uh, got our charter was in 1957 and uh, it started with uh, eight eight guys sit, sitting around a table and today we have 62,000 members worldwide. Uh, the composition of that is pretty much 50,000 in the US, 3,800 in Canada, and the rest in Asia, Latin America, Europe, and throughout the world. Our core membership, Michael, is primarily uh, shopping center owners and developers, retailers, and lending institutions. But we also have uh, uh, over 20,000 associate members, and those are the companies that supply products and services to our core membership. And we have offices, our, our headquarters in New York City. We have an office in D.C., California, and then throughout the world, Singapore, Beijing, London, Mexico City, and Dubai. So we are truly a global organization. Yeah, fantastic organization. I'm a member, and I, I sure enjoy it. In fact, I was a part of a session yesterday that was uh, done in conjunction with ICSC and the Atlanta Commercial Board, and it was a, a great event. Well, tell us about uh, some of the benefits of membership, Jay. Well, ICSC, like most associations, provides its members with education, advocacy, research, and networking. And for those of you keeping score, that acronym spells EARN. Um, <laughs> and basically, that is what, what we do. That's how we promote our offerings in our, in, um, you know, when we're out broadcasting what we provide as an association. Most associations provide that, but uh, maybe three out of the four, two out of the four, but we provide all four. And we offer a wide assortment of products and services, probably more than most other associations, given our size and scope. Yeah, I like your... Um on your website it says the premier resource for the real retail real estate industry and I really believe that's true I mean with all the the resources that you have there and the networking and the, and the training it's it's truly amazing it really creates some efficiency and some professionalism in the retail real estate market well, well Jay what might surprise people 
about membership with ICSC? If you're a, uh, not a member or maybe you're a member that hasn't been active enough, uh, what might surprise people? Well, I would say it, it dovetails, Michael, with what you just said about being part of a program yesterday. Uh, many things come to mind that would surprise people with ICSC, but probably the most, what might be one of the most surprising is our members' willingness to share best practices with each other. Rarely is there an association where members actually teach each other best practices, considering that they might be competing with each other the next day for retail space or whatever other uh, opportunities might come up. At our deal-making events, the largest we've branded recon, um, you know, that's where uh, a lot of education and deal-making take place with over 30,000 attendees. But I would say that's probably one of the most biggest surprises that our members, that's how we're able to put on over 300 shows a year. It's not because of the size of our staff, it's because of the willingness of our members to share best practices with each other. Yeah, that's an excellent point, and that actually happened yesterday at the event. Uh, some real experienced uh, retail people uh, helping other retail people uh, grow their business and, and become more professional. Well, tell us a little bit more about the, the training available for ICSC members. Well, we do have a dedicated education department, which really that their, their job every day is to come in and figure out what's the best way to educate our members. Uh, annually, we host a university-style program, and then we have our JTR schools, which is, you could equate that to almost an undergraduate program, and feel, and that, uh, which has a broad range of industry topics. Then we also host, on a regular uh, basis, executive-level executive uh, learning series, education targeted for specific members like lawyers, architects, designers, owner-developers, and retailers. These take place throughout the year and, and in different formats and settings, and they're constantly evolving, Michael, because, you know, we're trying to keep the current with the industry. So whatever we do today doesn't mean we're going to do it tomorrow. We just try to uh, adapt and educate the industry as best as possible. Yeah, that's fantastic. And so you mentioned uh, Recon, and uh, that's the, the big event in Vegas every year. And uh, you had a great event there this year. How, how, how did it grow this year, and how did it go? Uh, well, we, it, it grows in several uh, facets. One, one benchmark is attendance, which we've had 3,000 more than the prior year. So we had close to 35,000 this year. Uh, also exhibitors. We, we, you know, the show is, a, is a, a heavy in deal making. And um, really what happens is our, a lot of our owner developers and retailers, they set up, it's almost like an office environment where you come in and you think you're actually walking into an office on Fifth Avenue in New York City where there's a receptionist, there's desk, and then that's where the deals happen. That's where if uh, retailers will meet with developers and, and they'll, get, uh, they'll go into uh, new or redeveloped shopping centers. And a lot of the, um, what happens at Recon is really deals that are either conceived or consummated throughout the year and happens at this event. And we have Recons throughout the world as well. We've branded that, kind, that similar convention in other uh, areas of the world as well. Yeah, that is amazing. I think the first time I went to, to Recon was many, many years ago, and it was amazing to me. I don't know. I expected booths and people networking, but everywhere I looked, there were people signing leases, signing contracts, uh, looking at uh, floor pl uh, site plans and saying where they wanted to be. There was a heck of a lot of deal-making going on. If you've never been to Recon, it's amazing. If you're in retail real estate, you've got to get out there. Uh, it's amazing how much uh, business is actually done there. And uh, you also have some current initiatives at ICSC there, don't you, this year? We, we do. Uh, given the association scope and our diversity in membership, our initiatives are not, uh, they're not static. We, we, you know, they're pretty much ever-changing. 
Uh, just to give you an idea, one major initiative was Main Street Fairness. Uh, ICSC would like the Internet-only retailers to pay sales tax on all sales, just like our, their brick-and-mortar counterparts. Also, there's a lot of redevelopment of shopping centers in the U.S. and other mature markets, and we're developing new products uh, like asset management conferences and, and other like to, to educate the industry on these new, you know, what's on the current trends. Right. And tell us about some of your events you have uh, coming up, Jay. Uh, I know you have events all over the world, right? Yes. Um, Recon, as you, as, you, as you mentioned, you know, politely, Michael, that that is where the industry meets. That, there's one, just so you know, uh, we also host it in Dubai, we, uh, in, in Asia, we have one in uh, Latin America, and in Europe we have an event that it will soon be branded Recon because it's, it's evolving that way. Uh, the retail real estate you know, at Recon, that's where the business is done for the year, and that's where it happens. We also have regional deal-makings for this, because uh, not everybody is a big shopping center developer. So to accommodate those people, we have regional deal-makings as well. And then the education, like we mentioned earlier, that happens throughout the year. To house 325 global programs, you, you have to imagine that, you know, that it's just a matter of just trend, what's, in, what's trending, what do our members want, and addressing those needs. Right. And if we can, let's go back to the training for a minute because I think that's really important. I think we have one of the industries where some people think they can get in and do well without training, and it's just not true. Are there training available online, or is training available online through yes, ICSC? there is training available online. We have uh, what we call e-distance learning, and everything we pretty much offer, uh, actually on a, on a larger scale from what you're saying, if you go to our website, icsc.org, every program and service that we make available is on our website. It's a full-service website, and anybody could see everything. But to answer your, your specific question, we have e-distance learning, we have other programs and webinars. We, we are very big now into webinars. So, you know, some, some members said we don't want to leave our desk for education. So we keep evolving. We're developing more webinars and more online programs for those people that want uh, education at their desk, that's, as well as the local meetings. That's fantastic. We're short on the break here. Closing tip for us? Uh, the best tip was like, is what I, I could tell our members or the members to be is join a committee whether it's a, plo- a program planning group, an indus- be an industry ambassador, or a specific industry group, nothing can help you more professionally than getting involved. And I guarantee you, not only would anyone make new business acquaintances, but they'd make new friends as well. Jay Starr, thanks for joining us today, sir. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. If you'd like more information from Jay Starr and ICSC, visit ICSC.org. Stay tuned for more associations that matter, too. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. I'm Michael Bull. We'll be right back. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you in part by your friends at Bull Realty. When your business requires proven performance, visit bullrealty.com or call 800-408-BULL. Welcome back. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. I'm Michael Bull. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to know the absolute latest on any commercial real estate-related topics, check out our on-demand show podcast. Some available topics include social media for business, loan workout strategies, zoning for dollars, oops, should have covered that in the lease, and lease first purchase announce at this point in the cycle. Basically, if I think it's interesting, we've covered it. You can access the shows anytime on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. Just visit iTunes or the show website, commercialrealestateshow.com. 
Well, today our show is called Associations That Matter Too. Please welcome my next guest, Wayne D'Amico, President CCIM, Certified Commercial Investment Member. The designation is Commercial Real Estate's Global Standard for Professional Achievement. Wayne is also the principal of Wayne D'Amico and Company, also known as PropertyPolitics.com, a real estate development and advisory firm specializing in complex real estate development brokerage and consulting services. They have offices located in New York City and Connecticut. Wayne, welcome to the Commercial Real Estate Show. Michael, thanks for having me. This is great. Well, we appreciate uh, your time today and uh, joining us and talking to us about CCIM. I'm a CCIM and... uh, you know, I think I've been a CCM for a while. I think you told me my number is 7964, right? <laughs> it is, but there there is a rule that if you don't know your number, you have to give money to our Ed Foundation. <laughs> okay. So I think you owe us 20 bucks at least. That's right. Well, I've been in the business for uh, 30 years, so am I, am I the senior here? Well, 6198 is my number, and I, I think I got you beat, although I think you're older. <laughs> okay, so I'm older, but you're more senior. I love it. Go. All right. Well, tell us about CCIM. How many members do you have, and, and uh, what is the makeup and professions of your members of CCIM? I think some people may think it's just agents, right? Well, actually, yes. The, the, you know, the, the organization started um, in the 60s, and uh, it evolved uh, as, as kind of education-based, the ideas of um, internal rates of return, discounted cash flows, things that were evolving at that time. Our uh, folks that were originally off the West Coast um, started going out in the, in the road and teaching people from a practitioner standpoint. So CCIMs have, um, did have a kind of practitioner, broker on the street uh, orientation uh, back back that 50 years ago, but uh, it's evolved to be an organization that has, uh, we'll have over, we'll probably be pushing about 9,500 designees this year. Uh, we ended the year with that last year. We'll, we'll probably crest that number. There's a little attrition every year on people that just simply get out of the business and would take in a couple few hundred more. And then we have candidates as well that are members. Those are the people that are in the program working towards the designation. And that total number's uh, going to be about thirteen five fourteen thousand by the time we finish out this year. So, so we have a constituency of of, of say fourteen thousand, but only about sixty percent of those folks are traditional broker type folks, meaning they're they're on the ground. Um, a lot of them are secondary market and and doing business transactions, broker transactions of of deals. You know, whatever the number may be, maybe half a million dollar to five million dollars or something. But um, but the other forty forty percent of our our group. Uh, is very diversified. We have appraisers, property managers. We have asset managers. We have people. Um, we have people in corporations, corporate real estate folks. Um, you know, one of our uh, biggest supporting groups uh, that has been putting people through the program for years, uh, last couple of years corporately, have been General Electric and uh, Walmart. And and uh, so they have people that are asset managers, portfolio managers that they see huge value in having. Uh, their people go through and achieve our designation as a critical way for them to apply our skills to what they do every day. Yeah, I think that's a very good point. I, I know when I went to my first class 101, I'm sitting there with corporate uh, real estate people from these big companies, appraisers, uh, analysts from, uh, from from funds, and it's a great way to uh, network with those guys. And and, and it's a very respected designation. You know, I, I like uh, the moniker there, you know, commercial real estate's global standard for professional achievement. What do you have to do to become a designee? So CCM program is, is based around the core curriculum of courses. There's four courses currently. Uh, the courses um, are, are investment analysis, um, 
market analysis is the second course. The third is user decision analysis. That's actually the one that a lot of our corporate folks um, uh, enjoy because it, you're making decisions when you're the user of real estate, not necessarily the investor looking for a return. Um, it, it helps you understand things like lease versus own uh, decisions. And then the fourth is our capstone course where you wrap all these different um, uh, disciplines together to understand wealth maximization uh, and and, and uh, alternative investment strategies, etc. So the core principles are covered. You have to accomplish those. And then we have uh, some electives that you have to uh, check off. It can be other coursework. It can be uh, being candidate for a window of time. But then the, the, secret, uh, the, the secret sauce really, though, is that you may learn all that stuff in the class, but then you have to prove that you used it. And, and that's our experiential requirement, which is a resume of uh, transactions. And we have a few ways you can enter. You can uh, actually currently, we're actually at a very interesting point. We're raising our requirements to, to try to catch up with uh, inflation, in essence, and, 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 and keeping the bar uh, elevated to where we think is appropriate. So we're going from what is one way in of 10 transactions that total over $5 million. Um, we have another scenario where if you have 20 qualifying transactions of any volume, uh, you could you could um, uh, get in with that as resume, and then we have a criteria where if you are um, if you did thirty million dollars in three deals, then that's also a, a resume you can put together to qualify. But next year we're going to be moving the five up to ten million, so the threshold's actually going up. I like that. And those four core classes, uh, what is the approximate cost and time frame for each of those classes? Uh, well, the, the base pricing for the classes, uh, I think rack rate is probably pushing about $1,400 a class, um, but we have online or in-class experiences. And then, uh, of course, if, if you are lucky enough to be in proximity to a market that delivers the classes, then you can just kind of uh, uh, go and travel yourself, maybe don't stay in a hotel. But uh, probably back when you were doing it in the, in the 90s and when I did it, uh, they, they weren't offered everywhere, so you had a budget in there, some travel, um, and, and uh, so you have some hotel times, and you're, you know, you're going to be uh, flying somewhere maybe or taking a train. And, and so, you know, you could end up where it's, it's costing you maybe six grand for the basic coursework, but if you travel, it could be a ten fifteen thousand dollars commitment. Right, but what a great commitment. I mean, I get a lot of business being a CCIM that's referred to me in the southeast and, and around Atlanta, and I refer a lot of business out, so it's a great referral network. And then you also have your final exam that you have to take after you have that, that sales experience you, you talked about, and you have the four classes, and then you have to have a final exam as well, right? No, well, that, that's right. That was the third, the, the third requirement. Okay. Courses, the resume, and then we give you your ticket for the exam. We give those out uh, th- uh, two times a year. We do it at our business meetings slash conferences, uh, which occur in the spring and the fall uh, in different places around the country, and um, on an annual basis. And, and that's an exam that uh, you have to sit for uh, six hours and, and muddle through uh, confirming, again, that you understand the principles, a lot of case study-related um, uh, uh, examples and, and questions so that you understand from a, uh, a discussion how to extract several answers from a real estate problem. And it's, it's, it's quite a, it's quite a uh, challenge to do, but uh, I have to say that it, it, we do uh, have a pretty good pass rate 
um, and we also um, allow people to even have a retake. And, and so we, we are pretty confident that by the time you're at that point, you do know your stuff, and, and so most people usually can get through. Yeah. Well, I remember taking it in San Diego, and, you know, some people have quick questions they start with, and then sometimes there's a, there, well, there was a big question that you had to do a lot of math and a lot of equations, and I had that first. I remember that first one took me 45 minutes. I look around. There's some guys that are rushing through. I thought, wait a minute. <laughs> this is taking me 45 minutes. You have minutes. a different class. Well, that was back when they used abacuses too, right? Wasn't it? <laughs> That's right. Using my fingers and rocks and everything. All right. Go. We take, take a short break here. Stay tuned for more Associations That Matter. I'm Michael Bull. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you in part by France Media. France Media provides exposure to the world of commercial real estate. Visit francemediainc.com or call 404-832-8262. Welcome back. I'm Michael Bull, and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show. You may be listening to the show anywhere from Miami to Seattle today. The show's been broadcast around the world for close to three years on iTunes and multiple websites, and it's aired on 12 stations across the U.S. We'd like to welcome our listeners on Liberty Express Radio as well. Well, today our show is called Associations That Matter Too. We're talking with Wayne D'Amico, president with CCIM. And Wayne, what are some of the other benefits of membership? We talked about education. What are some other benefits? Well, that's that's actually the uh, uh, the, the uh, million dollar question. We we have a series of things that we do for our members uh, that they can benefit from while they're in the program and also when they get out. Some of them, for example, are we have uh, as an association uh, we have affinity programs, so you can uh, you can get involved. We'll we'll cut arrangements with uh, vendors of relevant services in our industry. We'll create. Um, kind of bulk buying opportunities and, and discounts. So we have affinity programs, things like insurance and, and uh, uh, you know, Hertz Rental, those kind of things. But, uh, you know, the primary benefits that I hear about all the time, uh, we have, we've started about 10 years ago with technology products. We were innovative in, in primarily the um, demographic and geospatial um, real estate uh, uh, technology field. And so we were some of the first groups to take census data, for example, when it was evolving to the Internet, but then we applied the what you do with that in the field uh, to the programming, and we call that site-to-do-business. Our site-to-do-business has evolved over the years um, uh, to do what is deemed one of our uh, best member benefits. Um, we also have other technology products that we've, and we've layered in over the last few years where we're starting to figure out how to layer property data into a geospatial mapping environment and do analysis for site-specific um, real estate-related problems. So that's a huge benefit. Um, but the whole, and the whole concept of, of the relationships and the networking, which is kind of intrinsic, um, is probably one of the things that, that um, surprises most people as to just what you can do with just the, the rights, privilege, and honor of being a CCIM and sharing that and having a whole series of people around the country that have achieved that. That is a very powerful benefit that uh, when you actually reach out and try to do something with it, you'd be amazed at what, what business opportunities come from it. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, you know, I, uh, I have noticed that some of these corporate real estate people, uh, once they take a CCIM class or two, they're like, okay, if I'm going to hire a broker or a third-party vendor, 
uh, in commercial real estate, I'd like to know that they are CCIMs because that means they're educated and they're dedicated to, to, to that. And the site to do business, just awesome. I mean, the things you can do for clients uh, in, in the site to do business is, is just incredible. If you're, if you're listening to this show or you're watching this video and you, ha- you haven't seen it, uh, check it out. Learn what you can do with the site to do business. Become a CCIM and, and access it. It's incredible. Well, um, Wayne, what are some of the current initiatives at CCIM? Well, the, uh, we, we've gone through, as everyone has, we've had a, uh, we, we did some analysis back 30 years, and we realized that our, our membership and our, our budgets and all wax and wane directly uh, correlated to the real estate industry. So we've been, we've been um, a challenge like others have to figure out how we can do uh, more with less and, and the like. And so um, over the last couple of years, we, we've kind of had to prioritize. And, and what we've worked on of late is we've, we've redone our curriculum recently. Uh, to bring it up to date and, and, and make sure that we have a, a great value proposition in the, in the ever-changing competition of, of say, university uh, master's programs and things in real estate that didn't exist uh, 20 years ago. Uh, so we've, we've been working on that and continue to, to wrap that up and move that forward. Um, the technology initiative of Site2 Business, we're actually in uh, a major release of a, of a uh, new version of those products, and, um, and that's exciting. We expect that we will be wrapping up those negotiations and announcing for the fall uh, that come the first of the year or so, those are going to have a new face and, and much more power and, and usability for the market. So that's been huge. And, and we also have kind of a global initiative where we're, we've been tr- trying to figure out over the last few years, you know, how do we become truly go- global, truly relevant? We've been delivering our education in markets all over the, the, the globe for probably eight, nine years now. We have members in, in uh, over 40 countries. We deliver uh, still every year in, in eight or nine countries, Poland, Russia, um, several Asian countries uh, that we've been delivering, Canada, Mexico. And, and really getting our arms around that has been exciting and a challenge. Uh, but the thing that's, that's the latest initiative on my part is how do we raise the recognition of our programming at those highest levels? You've uh, witnessed that we have these kind of corporate folks or people practicing in the institutional levels. They come to our classes and all, um, but I think we could do better to raise the recognition so that every CCIM around the country, around the globe, is recognized at the highest levels of our industry. So we're doing things with uh, organizations like uh, National Real Estate Investor and Globe Street that, that are dealing with that industry, those industry levels all the time, and trying to make sure that we're getting uh, designation awareness at, that, uh, at those levels. And I think that's uh, going to pay all the way down into the, the primary, uh, secondary, and tertiary markets. Good point. So uh, that's, that's been a big one for me. Well, Wayne D'Amico, thanks for joining us today. If you'd like more information, visit CCIM.com. More on Associations That Matter. I'm Michael Bull. We'll be right back. Does your company provide professional services to the commercial real estate industry? The Commercial Real Estate Show is an excellent way to reach your target audience. For advertising options, visit CommercialRealEstateShow.com or call 888-612-SHOW. Welcome back. I'm Michael Ball, and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We have some great shows coming up for you, including a show next week on the Fed's view on commercial real estate and the show the week after on tax credits. Be sure to catch shows of special interest to you. Sign up for a once-a-week email announcing the show topic at commercialrealestateshow.com. 
Well, today our show is called Associations That Matter Too. Please welcome my next guest, Jim Helsel, 2013 Commercial Liaison, National Association of Realtors. Realtors, NAR. Jim is also president of Helsel Incorporated Realtors, a commercial brokerage, appraisal, consulting, and property management company located in Camp Hill, Pennsylvania. Jim, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Michael. Nice to be here with you. Well, thank you. NAR surely does a lot for the for the industry and all the members. Tell us, how many members do you have at NAR, and, and what is the makeup uh, of your members? The National Association of Realtors, Michael, has about uh, one million members at this point, and we are, we're involved in all aspects of the residential and commercial real estate industries. Uh, we, we, you know, we handle people who do residential and commercial realtors, including brokers, salespeople, property managers, appraisers, and counselors, and really anyone engaged in the uh, in the in all aspects of the real estate industry. The interesting statistic is that more than two hundred and thirty thousand members, or over a quarter of our membership do all a part of their activity in the commercial real estate uh, business. That's, that's, that's good for NAR and it's good for the members as well. Well, that is interesting and, and a little surprising. I think a lot of people may think of it as uh, more residential-based, but, uh, but it's, it is not. And, and what are some of the memberships of ben- benefits for NAR and especially for commercial folks? Well, realtors have access to a lot of different programs, products, and services. Uh, advanced educational opportunities and training in real estate specialties is something that many people don't realize how much NAR does. Uh, you know, we, we have access to business tools, real estate market data that goes well beyond what, what non-realtor members will get. Uh, we, we, you know, we, we do a lot of things to help uh, commercial real estate people develop valuable real estate products. We do technology initiatives. We advocate public policy initiatives. And we provide education research to the non-residential practitioner, really the commercial practitioner, uh, in a much more in-depth way than most people ever think we do. So that's, that's great for our members for that perspective as well. Okay. And you also have podcasts and uh, blogs and things like that that are just commercial, right? Directly related to the commercial practitioner. And they can be signed up for uh, at uh, realtors.org if they'd like to. It, it's a great place to, to find out what's going on and what's the latest things happening in commercial real estate. So you're absolutely correct about that. Yeah, and those are those are well done and, and great information. If uh, you're listening or watching the video, uh, check those out uh, and uh, take advantage of them. Well, uh, Jim, what are some of the other benefits of membership uh, at NAR that may, might surprise people? You know, there, there's there's a couple of things, I guess, Michael, that, that would uh, that would make people wonder. First of all, not every real estate licensee is a realtor. To be called a realtor, you have to be a member of the National Association of Realtors. And those folks that are, like, like me, we subscribe to a strict code of ethics. We've got to take comp- comprehensive training on a regular basis to, to retain our membership in the National Association of Realtors. Uh, that code of ethics spells out the professional responsibilities that we have to our clients and our customers as well as other realtors and general public. And you don't find that anywhere other than if you're a member of the National Association of Realtors. Yeah, I think that does surprise some people. And uh, I know if we have an issue with an agent and with another company, then we'll look and see, are they a realtor? And if they are a realtor, then we expect good behavior out of them. And, and that's good for the public, isn't it? It's great for the public. And it's one of the few things that you know most public people, the public in general, I think, would say, you know what? Uh, he's a real estate agent or she's a real estate agent. Uh, they do things one way, but the, the members of the National Association of Realtors really work hard to uh, to do what the Code of Ethics tells them they should do. That was adopted in 1913, and it's been updated many times since then. But we work hard as realtors to make sure the public knows they can trust us and what we say is is, 
is valuable and, and real and that they don't have to feel uncomfortable about whether they're getting good information for their transaction. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, if we're brokers and we prefer dealing with realtors <laughs> as a customer or public person, you should also try to deal with a realtor whenever possible. Well, tell us a little bit more about the training, Jim. You know, there's one thing, Michael, that excites me more than anything about the training. Recently, uh, the National Association was given the, the university status, which allows them to now confer master's level degree, actually master's degrees in five or six different areas in uh, real estate from uh, sales to property management to appraisal to association management to a number of things. And that coupled with the, with the webinars and other things that they do on a regular basis is just incredible. And that's only happened in the last year or so. So if you want to get a master's degree in real estate and in a specialty, a specialty area, the National Association of Realtors, Realtor University, is a place to go, and that's something that uh, that many people don't know. The other thing is that the National Association has. We have a, a number of institutes, societies, and councils with certification uh, programs which acknowledge expertise in certain areas, and I'll just use one. I know you have the CCIM designation, Michael, and that certified commercial investment member of the CCIM designation is are all master level degree courses uh, they are awarded by the real, to realtors who have done work and, and taken a lot of courses and they also have to show practical experience in real estate brokerage leasing valuation investment analysis things like that tough courses well worth the time even if you don't want to go for the designation there's just it's just great courses right and uh, we're short on the break here but uh, how much of education is available online a lot of these courses that we've talked about, uh, the, the master courses, the CCIM courses, the IRM courses, the SIR courses, the other designation courses, they are available online. Uh, not all of them. Some of them you have to travel to take, but a lot of them have become distance learning type education, so you can learn those things without even leaving the uh, comfort of your office. And what's the website to go to there? Uh, generally, I would say if you go to www.realtors.org, you can find it. Go to the commercial specialty section, and you can find a lot of things out there that will get you started. Okay. Well, it's great. I, I mentioned in a previous segment, I think commercial real estate and real estate in general, some people think you can get into it without getting educated, and they wonder why they fail. And uh, so take advantage of it. Well, stay tuned for more Associations That Matter. I'm Michael Bull. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you in part by your friends at Bull Realty. When your business requires proven performance, visit bullrealty.com or call 800-408-BULL. Welcome back. I'm Michael Bull, and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show. Today our show is called Associations That Matter 2. We're talking with Jim Helsel, 2013 Commercial Liaison, National Association of Realtors. And, uh, Jim, I'd like to ask you about some of your current initiatives at NAR. What do you have going on this year? Well, you know, Michael, uh, uh, the National Association does a lot for a lot of people, and the current initiatives we're working on really kind of get to the crux of what we need to get uh, going to help the uh, not just the commercial practitioners, real estate practitioners, but to help the consuming public who, who buys and sells real estate uh, move things along as well. So we have a couple things we're, that are really initiative-oriented right now. Uh, we're trying to get the uh, both the legislative branches of the federal government and the regulatory branches to, uh, to create a U.S. covered bond market. We're also trying to get them to increase the cap on credit union member business lending because right now that number is so low, it's tough to really do things in the business lending market. 
and we're also trying to just improve credit availability for small businesses. I've had the opportunity to testify in Congress several times on these, and the congressional people just don't typically see in a quick in a quick blink of an eye how important a commercial real estate market is to the general public and to the economy of the United States in general. Yeah, that's true. Well, tell us about some of the NAR events, uh, Jim. Well, there's a great event, uh, November 8th to 11th, the Realtors Annual Conference and Expo will take place in San Francisco. That gives all Realtor members the opportunity to join experts in uh, the industry, lawmakers, government officials, uh, who will be there to address the issues that face our residential and commercial practitioners every single day, all the Realtors in the country. Uh, You'll have the opportunity to uh, go to forums, go to classes, workshops, and you'll get insights into the economics of what's really going on with trends in the real estate market. It's a great place to go if you've got a couple of days to spend. It's probably the best thing you could do for your uh, business on an ongoing basis. Yeah, that's fantastic. And again, when is that? That is uh, November 8th through the 11th this year in San Francisco, which is just a beautiful city. And if you've not been there, it's worth it to go for all those reasons. Okay, I just blocked my schedule. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, Jim, can you give us a closing tip for our listeners? Well, you, you know, Michael, the uh, realtors build communities. It's, it's that simple. We, uh, those who practice commercial real estate help revitalize, revitalize those same communities that they built in the beginning. And it's important that we continue to ensure that policies safeguard the national interest in a healthy commercial sector. So I would say get involved, get involved in your community, get involved in community things that, that move your real estate community, but also that people realize that realtors are involved in the communities they build the community. So if there's a tip I would say, it would be get involved. Get involved. And get involved with NAR, right? It, obviously, you will, you will benefit so much from NAR. The things we learn at, uh, at NAR and that we can take home and use in our business will, will tenfold your business in, in a year. You will, it's incredible what, what you take back to your business when you've been involved at NAR. That's well, why I'm there. That's why I'll always be there. That's fantastic. Well, Jim, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure, Michael. Thank you for the opportunity. For more information from the National Association of Realtors, visit Realtor.org. Well, we have another special show for you next week. We'll feature the Fed's view on commercial real estate. Brian Bailey will join us here in Studio One. I think you'll find it very interesting. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Michael Bull. Until next week, be sure that you always lead, learn, and laugh, and join us for the Commercial Real Estate Show. How would you like strong returns with no management responsibilities? Investors all over the world are turning to single-tenant net lease investment properties. Bull Realty and our affiliates around the nation assist buyers, sellers, developers, and national tenants with the process to buy and sell single-tenant net lease properties. These assets are typically long-term leased to national credit tenants on triple net leases. As an investor, you have no management, maintenance, or operating cost responsibilities. Single-tenant properties are sometimes referred to as mailbox money. The leases can be 10 years or longer and provide cash on cash returns from 6 to 10% or more. Tenants like CVS, Walgreens, Dollar General, Verizon, AutoZone, and high credit fast food tenants like Burger King, Churches, and Arby's. To find out more about selling or investing in single tenant Natalie's properties, contact Bull Realty at 800-408-BULL or visit nationalsingletenant.com.